definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm going to continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will, I will not, not lose. I'm a bad man. I took that to Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you were here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. Hey, mate. He is a DB of the show, and we are Black in Sports, uh, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. And here today, man, we're bringing you back inside the locker room, but we're bringing you that special edition. You see him on the screen. We have the rubric, Mr. Brandon, uh, in the house, man. So you, anytime you see him, you know we're going to be heavy on the basketball topic. So without further ado, man, uh, B, you ready to do this? Let's do it, man. Let's get into right. it, bro. Love it. I love it, man. So, so man, just kind of uh, since the last time we've been on, man, there's a lot that's been happening, man. So we could kind of we could talk about some of the fun stuff and we could fill the gas. But I, I think I want to jump into the most important stuff, like that newsworthy things that's kind of been happening right now, man. So I'll let you kick it off, man, and we'll fill in the blanks. Yeah, man. I think a big thing uh, that people may not, that casual fans may not be thinking about is the CBA. Um, and it's a big deal for the players, a big deal for uh, the league overall. It was just signed, uh, I think, ratified, let's say, in the last month or so. Uh, they came to an agreement here over the past couple of months. And it's reshaping how teams are going to be put together. As fans, we love to see these dominant teams. Think of the Bulls, think of the Warriors, uh, or even these top-heavy two, three big, uh, big names. I mean, those days are going to be harder and harder for teams to achieve under the new CBA. Uh, so that's something, man. Of, whew, now, before you get too far in that, man, how often is the CBA done? And, and, uh, and, do they, and can they agree how long they, they read? Because I didn't know it was already going to be up. Yep. 2017 was the last one. So um, and this current one was signed in 2023. It can extend them through 2029, uh, get through a lockout. Uh, that's the earliest that a lockout could happen under this one. So. so one of the things, um, so so kind of get tell us a little bit what you mean by like um, it's going to be harder for these like these teams or these supermarket teams or whatever. Yeah. So if you think about the Warriors, we think they have a stacked squad. Then they went and got Kevin Durant. Uh, the Nets, they had Kyrie, they had KD, they had James Harden. The Suns ended up getting KD, then got um, got dude from Washington. And then uh, they got, uh, you already have book. Teams like that are going to be hard to put together because of what's called, they introduced this new soft cap called a, an apron, a second apron, which means oh, that sure. it limits teams from being able to spend money uh, without significant tax penalty. So teams that don't spend, they're man, good. Bruh, bruh, <laughs> they'll be fine. But like the bombers of the world, um, uh, the Joe size of the world warriors. Like you were saying, I mean, they, yeah, their luxury taxes up there right now, right? Crazy luxury tax. I think, I think the cap last year was $123 million. Uh, they had teams coming in at one ninety. Nice. So <laughs> I, that's crazy. Um, but you know, they'll find loopholes around it, right? Like they have to work with it a little bit and then it'll kind of like start finding, you know, ways to work around it if possible. But it'll um, affect the big names, though. That's where it's going to be really big. Like the Kyries, the KDs, the, those types of players, because they can't find homes. I think that's part of Damian Lillard's issue. Mm. Like it's hard for a team that under the new CBA to sign him with another star. He wants to play with a star. Gotcha. He doesn't want to play with Scoot Henderson. He don't want to go to Boston either. No, he doesn't. <laughs> and it could be some of the players, but it's also, um, you know, Boston has a, its own little history uh, when that's it comes right. to uh, black and brown players. So that's, right. that's correct. That's correct. That's correct. So that's just going to be kind of like like a, a, an issue, but just like everything, right? Like, and, and you know, you know, we always revert back to football somehow, some way. That's what we do. But um, when they kind of talk about the, um, what do you call that thing? Of the wildcat, right? Like that was driving teams crazy, and yep. then they adjusted and found out like how to how to kind of work through that. So, right. so so the new CBA has has that kind of wrinkles in it now. What was um? There was this, some sayings that around the new CBA is when they were really start to talks about 
uh, to the new teams, like two expansion teams and things like that. Was yeah. any of that conversation brought up, or or did that set the ground uh, for for a new team? Set the ground for what those owners or those teams that want to make a bid uh, will be able to do. Uh, there were no specific rules around the expansion. Uh, where they did change, they did make a harder stance around ownership. Uh, and one of the big words, big terms that you may have heard is uh, the NBA is not interested in any sovereign ownership. Sovereign ownership is basically uh, when you have a group of people, uh, this is really big in Web3. If you ever hear about Web3, it's fans coming together to buy teams. But a big driver on that is that it's anonymous. You don't know who's in that group. And that's the purpose. That's what Web3 is all about. Cryptocurrency, all of that shit is about um, being anonymous and having a bunch of people to pull their money together. Uh, hundreds, thousands, millions of people who will take up ownership. I think today the only team in all the sports that's owned by fans, I think, is the Packers. Packers. I the Packers. Yeah. I, I don't know of any other team in baseball or anything else, but we know who who's involved in that when you talk about anonymous groups that becomes hard because now you start thinking about and they're blocking as you said yes they don't want that (laughs) and i'm a fan of it i'm a fan of not having that because i think especially on this show bro uh uh one of the things that we lose out on is transparency and it affects the black community the most discrimination uh biases all of that stuff now add that into ownership groups and it becomes even tougher yeah it's interesting i that's, i think that's probably why they told kanye to chill out <laughs> i wonder why you was chuckling uh, yeah every time we made those anonymous groups that kanye was trying to say like who this anonymous group is they like all right yeah we got to chill out and we're gonna take your little diddy's money too bro. yeah <laughs> they come in and you don't know who's running the team who's right. in charge uh, their bias about you, they're not qual. You don't know who's qualified and who's not, and you don't want that running a ten billion dollar business. And it could lead to bad management, right? Especially when you're looking to collectively collectively do something, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the mob. So you see that in music, right? Like who's behind the Beehive? Who's behind you know all these different groups? These fans come together and they just bully up on whoever, and you get enough people. Shit, they stopped AMC. <laughs> You know, for real, for real. So mm-hmm. before before I ask some technical issue, I, I heard you uh, talking about the uh, CBA and how it's affecting how teams are building uh, their rosters out and uh, the big three error may be long and gone. So I might have missed that. It might be a repeat <laughs> for our listener, but yeah. catch me up on that part. What's 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 your what's your thought on that? And how does this affect how people are building teams? What you're going to see. So another thing they introduced. Uh, which was kind of sneaky. They didn't bring in the one and done. One and done rule is still in play. Uh, and in fact, I learned that the players were actually in favor of that because they would lose yeah, high roster spots. roles. They lose <laughs> roster spots when you, mm-hmm. and they're worried about a double draft. A uh, double draft is you got a top high school player who waits or who has been waiting to come in at the same time when another top player is coming into the league they're going to be eating up those spots because those those owners in those management teams they want to best talent cheap money yeah they also added a third roster spot for uh two-way players players yeah two-way players are players that play in both the g league and the nba and what's your thoughts about that i like it from a development perspective uh because it forces more channel through the g league Uh, But I get the veterans. They're like, we're going to lose spots. That's a one spot on every team that's already going to be taken, eaten up by, by a by by an incoming guy, a Scoot Henderson. Was eaten up though, right? Like if they if they're given an extra spot, right? Same same spots on the squad. One more spot is now available for the G League. Yeah. Another another follow up that I had with that is 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 kind of, and I don't I don't know and. I think you've probably heard about it, how they do the mid-level exception and what the right. max contract is. And how does that affect veteran players that are not max tra- contract guys, but they're not, you know, quite the cheap. So that's, young guy labor. that's what we were talking about when you were going, that's what the apron yeah. plays on. So 
I'm going to just use plain numbers, $100 million. Let's say that's a cap. That's not, but let's just say that. The first apron is at $6 million or $6 million above that number. Once you hit that, you pay high taxes, but you need to have a certain level of exceptions in order to keep going. There's another apron that's at $17.5 million. That means at $117.5 million, you can't spend any more money. Uh-huh. In this example, Warriors, uh, Clippers, other teams were spending $190 million, $180, dollars So uh, what it says is that once you use that mid-level exception, uh, you now are, you stop at the hard cap of 117. You can't go over that number. Before penalties, right? You can't. No, no, you actually can't. That means that last year's deal, here's an example. uh, The Mavericks, they signed uh, JaVale McGee on a mid-level exception. Then they went and got Kyrie, which took them over. That deal would have never happened under the CBA. They couldn't do it legally. The Phoenix Suns could not do that deal that they just did under the new rules to get KD to come there with book. Plus, they went and got um, from Washington. Name is eluding me. Uh, I keep wanting to say Beasley, not Beasley. Um, Bill. Uh, Bradley uh, Bill? Bradley Bill. Yep. Yep. Bradley Bill. My bad. Yep. So they wouldn't be able to put all those guys together. Harden, KD, Kyrie, they they would have never been a thing under this rule because mm-hmm. it stops at 117 or whatever that second apron is. You can't spend the money. And what that means is the taxes out, for example, if you spend for every one dollar between one and six million dollars, five million dollars, a dollar fifty per dollar. Once you go over five million dollars, that goes to one dollar seventy five. Keep going. Two dollars, two twenty five, two fifty per dollar. So did they have to readjust all the, the contracts that are like, cause like, you know, some of these people are already in like two, five, whatever year contracts, like what is, are they grandfathered in or, or how does that work? Yeah. I, that, I don't know 100% how they're going to handle uh, those teams. I know they're going to be in some penalty for sure. If they keep a lot of those guys on their roster though, for sure. Yeah. That's why you're starting to see. That's, here's hell, the, of right. up, That's hell of a shake up. Denver Nuggets. Who's the best player. He did a great job. Best player on a minimum contract. He had to leave Denver. That's Bruce Brown, who I also believe is probably the best player to come out of the ball, the uh, the net situation from last year, the past two years. He's going oh, further. Well, let's wait on Ben Simmons real quick. Oh, let's just wait on that. But <laughs> so I guess a uh, 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 follow up question, and you were you were touching on it. So we like teams that are dominant, and I think you would probably say the TV numbers are the numbers that back up from just support the NBA is when there's a three-peat Bulls, there's a Kobe and Shaq Lakers, there's a LeBron and whatever, there's a Golden State Warriors. That's, you know, there's a following behind that because, like, who's going to beat the big dogs? With this new rule, do you think it may backfire on the NBA because it could be the Pelicans one year, it could be the Knicks one year, it could be – I think you know so. what I mean? The Warriors the next year. I think Do you think so. that, back, back, that backfires? Yeah. Uh, here's why I think it could really backfire. Um, you're going to have guys who are your top, most elite players. And I don't think it's unique to the NBA, call it the NFL, many other teams. When these guys can't go where they want to go, they'll sit out or they won't play. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, you have guys that are willing to be like, nah, I'm not doing that. Are they though? Are that's they like because like if that's your job, like I mean, like yes, some vet players can sit out, right? Like that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking. About. I'm talking about vet top vet players. The like you're not just gonna send LeBron anywhere. Like he's gonna be like, no, fuck that. I'm not doing that. KD I, is gonna be like, I'm not gonna play. Like, nah, I'm going here, I'm doing this, or that's the interesting so, part. I mean, did you do you, do you think because if you look at LeBron, he's 61. KD is 54. Uh, Steph Curry is 50. Like, they're all, like, those stars that we know are, you know, modern medicine is what it is, but they're starting to age out a little bit, right? LeBron is 21 years in the league, right? So there's a big gap from LeBron to Zion or Ja Morant, right? Like, there's a huge gap. So do you think it is a good time for the NBA to implement, hey, this is why we're going to move forward. There ain't none of y'all really cracking like that right now. Because there's a big gap, or 
That's no, not even in consideration. I think it is because you are correct in the difference between those players in gameplay. There is there's significantly bigger different value on LeBron and KD from a box office perspective, TV ratings, apparel. Like these guys bring so much loot. Like people come to the st stadium, even at 75 years old, to watch these dudes play ball. <laughs> More before they will watch Zion. Right. So and the thing is, yeah, now's not the time to do that. That's that's very interesting. It's a hell of a gamble. I mean, we're yeah. gonna see how it is, especially when you're seeing that um all the international players are really taking everything by storm, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. they're really coming here for the American dream, right? Like, so they're like, shit, I'll come here and I'll ball. Like, that's all I ever want to do is make it to the NBA. Right. And they have that kind of like passion to ball. Yeah. And this that shit's gonna be interesting. And it's kind of kind of like even fall on the scenario when we just watched our just former uh, March Madness on the men's side is because you didn't have the, the the big names of the blue bloods in there. And it's like the the people that watched the final four was like, you know, no, no, not but San Diego State, you know, right. and, and Miami, you yeah. know, that's right. Pe people like I don't give a shit <laughs> and their ratings will go down. It's, it'll, it'll be interesting. But here's what they gave up here. Here's what I think was a win for the players. There was um, a new, so BRI, that's called basketball-related income. That is the money that comes into the NBA is shared across all the teams and players. They got put into this uh, new CBA licensing rights is now shared across all players. Now, that number is only projected to be like $160, $175 million, but that's a projection. Oh, Here's an example of what that number is. And we just saw that in 2019 and 2020 with – the rise of NBA Top Shot. Yep, it's it's kind of going down now, but it introduced a new mechanism for players to make money on their name being used in other markets. Like, Not, does that like, include TV? Uh, then does that include those networks? Well, that, uh, that will be another number, but that new deal isn't signed yet, so that's premature. But that's included in the BRI, right? Or yes. BIR, whatever the hell is. You know, I mess Correct. up shit on the show. Correct. Correct. Um, Correct. And okay, so that's why that's important is because before LeBron's cards were going for $1.52 million, he saw no money of that. None of that money came to his pocket. So because now, if you cut a card, correct. Now, if you cut a card, he's got he's gonna get some of that. Now, that goes back I mean, into the player's bucket. I won't say it will go directly into his pocket, LeBron, it will go into the player's bucket. So they get to make money off of does that count against the cap or no? That's totally different. No, it's totally different, totally different, totally different. How's it split though, right? Like the the LeBron get like thirty five shares and like you know, do your thing, LeBron, because I'm on the bench <laughs> getting paid too. Right, get your good. <laughs> That's a number I don't know, and I tend to believe it probably is more on tenure. Oh, that makes it's related sense. To basketball, it's related to equal amount of employees in the pool, which is four fifty, four twenty five, something like that. Right, That's shared across them, uh, but. That's another revenue stream that didn't exist before. And when they saw cryptocurrency explode, you saw it in the NFL. Like teams were even talking about paying in crypto and NFTs and all that stuff. Don't do that. Like, Don't it, do scared, that. it scared it scared a lot of businesses. O OBJ still mad that he did that contract like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, didn't Sunshine do it though? Um, um with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, didn't he get a contract in crypto or something? I don't or, think so. Oh, man. No, it was his, it was a sponsorship deal. Yeah, maybe sponsorship, but not his like yeah, <laughs> OBJ yeah. said, I'm I'm taking uh my game <laughs> my game yeah. checks and crypto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't do that. Don't yeah, do yeah. that. So is that BRI something that the, the women are kind of arguing that they don't have that in place or are they fighting for for the WNBA? I don't know 100% what the BRI looks like on that side of the house. Um, but what I do know is that it's not split and shared the same way that it is in the NBA. What that split is, I don't know. Got you. Yeah. Let's jump into to another thing that you kind of hit us with, well, with the pre-show. just talking about ownership, right? So a lot of things with, like, ownership, did that change? And I think we talked about it maybe briefly on the last time you were on. Um, but the W, excuse me, the NBA can have ownership, or was that just the NFL thing? Uh, oh, they uh, can have multiple sports teams now is across the board. So if you own an NFL team, you can also own an NBA team. That was a previous rule of the NFL. They did not allow their owners to buy, have majority stake in another sport. Can you as an NBA player yeah. be an yeah. owner? Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, they introduced that. They introduced the option for NBA players to take ownership stake in an NBA team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is a much different thing. And it, bro, I heard uh, Rich Paul talk about this. He's not in favor of it. And I agree with him because it is something different than what the owners are doing. Majority owners takes their investment, their compounding interest, and invest that in teams. Okay. Players Take that more money. than likely are taking their salary, right. their income to invest. And they don't have, and what's the big reason that we really want to see black people in ownership? Not just to get rich, but to drive decisions around how organizations are run. Right. Aren't governance rights. They aren't buying into, oh, I'm going to be a decision maker. This is, you make money, I make money. That's correct. That's correct. And let's let's be crystal clear. The majority of owners don't make their boatload of money in sports. It comes. They from, don't make it in sports. I mean, I mean, there's some people that are making wins, right? Because some yeah. of the way these teams are selling, like the yeah. Washington Redskins, what they're going to the number they're selling for is like fucking ridiculous, yeah. right? What yeah. Ballmer got the uh, the Clippers with was fucking ridiculous. But yeah. that's not how they make their money, right? That's like correct. that's correct. Yeah. That's correct. That's correct. That's yeah. correct. Now, I want to see more of them, so that's why I think an opportunity for players to have a decision, uh, uh, governance and investment rights in teams, I think the sweet spot is the WNBA. Now, does that have to be on – I, I, I guess you're answering my question here, but it doesn't have to be – Clay Thompson can't buy the stakes in the Bulls, Chicago Bulls, or he can. No, 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 no. Not uh, I, There's a structure of how they divvy out rights to the teams – uh, and you definitely can't do it as a player and just if he was a billionaire, he couldn't play for them and go by mm-hmm. uh, by the Bulls. Um, but. Get back to that, because you mentioned that before. Yeah. And I just think that that's like something that, that I definitely want to kind of hear out. So why do you think WNBA is kind of like an avenue that we chase? Because, right, <clears throat> you hear Serena Williams or the Williams sisters are part owners of, I think, the Dolphins. You hear A-Rod did yeah. Miami for a while yeah. uh, before he got into some other ownership. You hear, like, as far as people in our culture, you know, Usher's part of the Cavs. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. um, Magic. JC was at All these people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but we're chasing these really big t- the team structures. Minorities. Yeah. Like 1%, 3%. Like, I get it. Like, I love it. But what I want for our league, the NBA, when I say our league, it's a black league. Let's be crystal clear. These are black people who make up the majority of the players of the teams, et cetera. I'd love to see a black man or woman in a majority ownership stake. The Uh only way to be in a majority ownership stake in any of the four major sports is multi-billion dollars, multi-billion dollars. And there's, I think there's only eight, Maybe seven, eight black people in the billionaire club. Maybe. So and why, the one that, I can't even compete. Like, you're not competing with um, Steve Ballmer. You're not competing with the Waltons. Uh, Waltons. <laughs> you're not competing with Jeff Bezos because yeah. only one team comes available, what, every five years? If that, yeah. There's no player that exists on the planet that can compete with Jeff Bezos walking into the room and be like, you know what? Let me, Let me put some on it. But how does, but how does like, and how does like a Jeff Bezos work with the other owners in the room? Like, he's substantially richer than everybody else. You, does that affect the rest of the group? Yeah, that can hurt him more. But they're more willing to have that conversation with another billionaire. You're not going to get a guy who just made five hundred million dollars, and and that's income. That's not investment. That's income. To sit down and say, hey, let me go buy this squad. And I've never run a business before. For sure. All of these guys have run corporations. Whether so we're, it's we're, different, that's just how they view it. When we talk about um, what possibly uh, as Vegas, that's kind of like a test market and what's going mm-hmm. on with ownership. Is there any reason Michael Jordan is kind of selling his stake? Or that's kind of done right now? Or you think he just he's just making three bill and he bought it for whatever now? Yeah, I think he just got out the game. Um, uh, I know there's a lot of back stories for what's going on in that organization, but he saw an opportunity 
as every major investor, billionaire, you can double, triple, quadruple your investment. Bro, let's be crystal clear. 4X return, 5X return on an investment is super great. Yeah. Like yeah. that's in any market. Like, 100%. You're talking investment, right? Because just yeah. just not losing is good on an investment, that's right? That's correct. That's correct. Because most correct. investments, you know, yeah. they are an essential gamble right so you lose yeah. especially if you're talking like angel yeah. maybe sports and things like that um right. you're not looking to do that for x you know per se money monetary gain that's right that's right i can't i don't know why i've been scratching my head like why would he do that deal why would he not pass it down but i never really saw jordan as a guy that's like hey i'm gonna go yeah he ain't giving us my family he's taking a last shot I don't care who he's passing <laughs> that to his family to know their body. No, but I, 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 I do like what do we is I mean, his son whatever. don't deserve it. I tell you that. Uh, we're not, yeah, uh -oh. right. We'll fast and pray for him. Um, how does uh, that like what do <laughs> do we do? I mean, with Jordan, do we associate with him anything other than uh, he has a lot of stuff, right? He has fat, he got a lot of stuff, so I'm not gonna disrespect him like that, but. You know, he is NBA, and NBA is Jordan. Like, I can't see Jordan away from that product too long. Um, well, there's some talk that it's some shady business of, like, how he got, like... He'll, he'll be around, but he out of it. And, and I think it's less pressure, too, right? Like, isn't yeah. it maybe an ego thing, right? Like, you're supposed yeah. to be the best player, and you're with a shitty-ass team. Like, Bro, I mean... Go, that, go keep making mil billions on your shoes. That's what he got. Every piece of apparel with his logo on it. Every high high school, college, everything. Like he's still gonna make money hand over fist. He's still making money from McDonald's. Still making money from Haynes. I mean, but and his new passion seems to be that racing, right? So like he's yeah. dumping a lot yeah. of money in that racing. You know, got Bubba, um, and, and got the I don't know Denny Hamlin or, or however he like partnered. And doesn't with he have like a, a motocross dude too? I think he has a motocross. Yeah, so he's got a whole motor like so they do NASCAR the. Yeah bikes and all that stuff so who knows what he's into but cool cool yeah interesting to see him sell it though right like it's definitely going to be some some stories that like yep. ultimately like bubble up for why he did it right right so in no Q though that's why because this nba is so expensive nba nfl mlb there's just only price for billionaires the nwnba is prime the wnba today looks like the nba uh economically in 1986 and players can afford to do that and get in with majority of state 51% or more sit on it develop it foster it give it some TLC you'll be looking at billion dollar a billion dollar uh league a decade two decades that's if they make that right transition though right because like that time frame you said for the NBA David Stern really like did yep. some things and i think we talked about either on our live or one of our shows i think we talked about it on growing the game mh i think we kind of talked about some of the things that they did right which is kind of yep. coming to bite them in the ass but like growing it internationally you know yep. getting youth involved by doing like you know inside the nba and things like that so you know i still i love the fact that you said the w and as soon as you said it i said that shit just like light bulb went off like that is definitely an entry point um mm -hmm. But isn't that kind of crowded too? I mean, there's not that many teams, teams right? Yeah. It, it's not as it is crowded, but what I mean is you can compete financially in that space. Where if you the money you put together to be a minority owner in an NBA team with Oprah and Magic Johnson and Usher and all these people in the NBA. You could be a majority. I you can be a majority in the WNBA and you can pull together some loot and really get these teams because part of growing those that that league is also going to be the investment and partnerships that they bring in their sponsorship the brands all of that they do all of that stuff man it the play is going to be good like that i don't see the play declining so i don't no, the play is going to be no, getting, yeah <laughs> it's going to be the business side of it is what's going to really make it skyrocket and then understanding the, the like the opportunity right because you know there's back and forth we've talked about this on our live shows you know yeah. whether they're going to ever ever add expansion teams yeah. and then you also see that like a lot of these teams kind of what the the league did a couple of years ago with the g league is starting to make sure that the g league was a part 
of most of the, the franchises to make sure that like there was development resources and things like that. So you'll see like a side that owns, you know, the Nets, but he also owns the Liberty, right? You have, you know, a Mark Davis that owns the Raiders, but he also owns. So they're like getting some major league affiliation in, in that realm. So, yeah. Um, while I do think it, I think it's tough, still a, t- a tough way to get in, but your logic about the money makes a hell of a lot of sense, man. And gives people, like you said, ownership, like true ownership, right? Governance. The governance. They want, like, I run this team. I'm not just collecting a check off of every dollar made, which is good. That That's good, too. But we want black folks to be making decisions about how these, these companies behave. Yeah. I wonder who the next star is because, you know, Jordan – held the mantle for NFL or NBA for a long time. LeBron has done the same. It's taken that thing. And I think he's the closest. LeBron. No, I mean, even in the WBA. Oh, well. uh, yeah. I wonder who's going to be that, that one that takes the league to the next level. Honestly, well, Adrian wins another title. I mean, she's got what back to, she got MVPs. Um, you know, she's not, it doesn't seem like she's being that like spokesperson per se. Um, I was thinking Parker. Parker. a good one. But Kansas is on the way out, though. I I mean, the the voice of the league and getting to a point where, like, Michael Jordan is with the NBA is is my point. But Michael Jordan was game. I mean, I'm I'm not disrespecting Asia. Like, multiple-time MVP, Uh statue, like, obviously this game. But, you know, Asia is mellow. Like, (laughs) Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony game don't pop the same way LeBron's and Michael Jordan's. Just to the comp, just to the. Right. casual fan so who's that next one that's like dang she got that flash you know what i mean yeah. i, I already know one chelsea hey, gray but hey, <laughs> hey, 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 the point hey, god hey, hey, she's so a cold. beast hey i know i i think i can ball i'll be like yeah y- y'all got next um, i'm gonna sit this one out nope she'll she'll cross the fuck out of you chelsea's <laughs> cold I mean, yeah. and there's no like, you know, you don't have a Cheryl Suits or Lisa Leslie, right? Because like, you know, she dunked, right? So those are like those memorable moments that she that she carried. Um, yeah. They also the Olympics, you know, when the women yeah. were going over to the Olympics, yeah, you don't right. have like, even though our girls went over to the Olympics, it's not as big as a draw anymore, right? Because yeah. we're not just totally dominating anymore. So that Olympic kind of thing helped the women, you know, provide that spotlight. So that's a good question, Mh. As a matter of fact, if y'all listen to this, give us what y'all think. Um, who would be that that name? Because like as I sit back and think about it, right? Like anybody that's that name, like Sue Bird, no, she's gone, right? And was she ever yeah, like yeah. really she just played a long time, but it right, wasn't right. like she was that dominant, she was a dominant player. player. Correct. And and they're coming. I mean, I don't I mean, I don't I can think whatever yeah, I think of that she's getting a lot of like to me, like the Lisa Leslie, Rebecca Lobos of the worlds, like those, those are names, but like that, their style of game to the casual is not going to work because they're going to just, you know, okay. Mike and drill you to death, right? But like a Caitlin Clark, and I could think whatever of her actual game, but like her game is flashy. And there's someone, there's a, there's a couple of young ladies in the high school realm right now that are really yeah. dope, like dope, yeah. dope. So it might be one of them. I just think there, there's going to be a name here soon that's, is going to have to take the mantle of like, Yo, that's a that's a. So you don't you don't think there's one in here today? Well, I think in that scoop, right? Like her injury kind of put her back for one year, right? So, I mean, she's kind of like someone that'll pull up, you know, kind of flashy, try you know take her game to the hole. You know what I mean? But yeah, we grabbing it. We we grasping the straws. <laughs> I, they they have some like Brianna Stewart is cold. Like I said, Asia cold, cold Asia right? Cold. Like yeah. But when you think about those outside of LeBron and like Shaq. Michael Jordan was a little bit of like uh, under, he wasn't Kareem, right? So he's not, yeah. you know what I mean? But he was six, six flashy. Steph Curry is whatever, you know, I'm saying I touched like, a lot 80% of the time. Everything's coming through me. Exactly. And and I'm not yeah. waiting for you to post, yeah. post me up. Yeah. Like I'm the one. Ball. This yeah, ain't I'm no team ball. This ain't yeah. no, I'm the guy. Like. I'm the one that's mixing it up. And I, and yeah. I, I do think yeah, yeah. because the game is revolved around that too. Like they do a lot more ISOs now, like, they have freedom. It's not just uh, the flex offense every time up the court. Like they, uh-huh. you know what I mean? It's an exciting brand of basketball. Right. I just still, I believe there's a perimeter person that they always have to have that kind of takes the man on the league. So I'm, I'm interested to see who that perimeter person is coming. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm missing somebody in the game right now. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of 
the WNBA, so I can't think of anybody. Like I said, Chelsea Gray is the coldest to me, but Chelsea Gray is not 21, right? Like, yeah. she's a little older than that. So who's the next one is yeah. what I want to see. Okay. So other changes, man. So there's some rule changes that kind of came up. So if we could touch on those a little bit, man. I know we were talking about one of them pre-show, so we can get into that. But um, the other, we'll touch on these really quick because it's like to be determined and they're testing those out. But uh, the, the instant replay, man, like, <laughs> yeah. How, how do we feel about that? Like, I heard it. I'm like, yeah, okay, you kind of had a little bit and giving coaches some leeway. What, what's your thoughts on that, B? Man, I love it. I, okay. I, ain't gonna, I love it. Um, and I kind of call bullshit when people say uh, it's bad for the game. I, I like it slows it down and takes momentum yeah, and all that is, shit. Isn't basketball one of the shortest games in all of professionals in the four major sports? Yeah, it's 48 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we talking? Like, get the call right. Get the damn call right. Like, if there's an opportunity to do that, I mean, we're talking about at, like, now I get the last one minute of a game and you start fouling and that shit takes 47 minutes to end. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But man, I, I like it. Give them a, cause I think it's, you get two, you get two, you get one, right. You don't lose a timeout, but the second one, you still lose a timeout. Even if you get it right or if wrong, you get it right? right. But you get that additional challenge or some shit like that. Yep. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it kind of affects the game. Like, I mean, they're, 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 you know, toying around with it here in Vegas in the summer league. And like, I haven't really got down there and checked it out. And, and not to knock it, that's not real basketball because summer league, you get like 15 Man. fouls in summer league. So, yeah, <laughs> I think the bigger problem is hey, New York, you're watching this game. Consistency. Like, make the call. Just make the call. Like, you're relying on a guy who doesn't have an angle. Mm -hmm. it, he's watching it full speed. He doesn't get to really watch it twice. New York, you already saw it. Just tell them. All right. The flopping. Oh, what you got? What you got, MH? Sl slight devil's advocate here. Okay. Slight devil's it. advocate. Okay. Nigga raise his hand. <laughs> <laughs> what? So going to be some bullshit. You know that, B. When the nigga raise his hand <laughs> in an open forum. Fair point. It's going to be some bullshit. <laughs> I don't think Fair it should point. be no timeouts in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite there. Call your own fouls is what I was thinking. No. What what I'm what I what is what's interesting about the NBA and for better or worse, we know who the officials are, right? You know what I'm saying? Like we actually know them, their personalities, what style yeah, of game. Like, they got beef the players. I don't like you. Yeah. Star player, shut up. I'm gonna call you tech. I'm yeah. controlling this game. And then right. like, I, to me, I think that gives an element to the NBA that it you don't really have in football. I said for tag what's my man's name? Uh Hockey league that was buff, like yeah, yeah. But no, like in the, any other major sports, you don't really know who the officials are, right? You just they okay. officiate the game. In the NBA, you kind of like, oh, Joey Crawford got this game, okay? Like Scott Foster, damn, CP, you ain't gonna win this. You know what I mean? Like I think that adds to the dramatics of the NBA. And okay. I wonder if by adding challenges to get the call right takes away from that part of the game of the uh, NBA. That takes away from that conversation. That's all. I'm, I'm okay. okay. Go back that's to this. Okay. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Great point of view. Should we, should yeah. we get him on the clap? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So another another one was uh now you can get technicals for flopping. Yeah. How do you feel about that? There's a hell of a pause. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think I heard Doc Rivers say this. Like. If he flops, just let him keep going. Like, let them keep going. Like, well, that's what, but the you're thing, gonna give up buckets. If you flop and you go down, you're gonna give up buckets. But what I heard though is like they don't necessarily stop the game in that moment. So you can flop, the game oh, continues, okay. and then they can review it at, at the next stoppage. It doesn't have to be right there. So if you miss and it's kind of goes back and forth, the next stop is like it could be three or four possessions back and forth down the clock of the court. They can stop them like, hey, you remember like about uh, four plays ago? Gotcha. That was a flop. We tear your ass uh, up. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna be interesting uh, as fuck. Like that. That's yeah. how I interpreted it. So I, I don't. I don't personally think it's gonna work because it, to me it goes back to the challenge thing. Because essentially, if you start giving text for that, that's gonna alter some games. So oh, then the yeah. coach is gonna be like, hey, I need a challenge. My man didn't flop. I legit got ran over. And then it's going to be like, no, nah, I, I I, really, you know what I mean? So that's going to slow up the game. Well, how do you determine who's fake and who's not, whatever the case is? Just let that let that ride. That's just yeah. part of the game. I'm with, like, you. Just I'm let, with let, you on that. Because 
money doesn't really money's not going to change them flopping. Yeah, let that ride. As man. long as you got a superstar in your squad and you got the call and they and and it went your way, man, your guy's going to pay for that. I I think it's going to be two things. The NFL tried to do like, hey, running backs, you can't lower your head in the open field. They've called that two times in the last 10 years. <laughs> so, like, they, it's still a rule, but they don't actually call it. So that's going to be yeah. one of them. And then, two, remember that random first half of the season when the NBA had these new basketballs out of nowhere? And everybody's like, ah, I hate the basketballs. Oh, yeah. And they're like, here, man, bring the old ones back. We didn't throw them away from storage. We'll play with those again. And that's To me, that's what the flop thing is going to be. Like, they might call it the first week. They're going to be mad, like, watch out, man. And then the, yeah, because do we think that rule that they changed last year or two years ago with the um, the player, the shooting player, like, getting the foul? Oh, the little, the little James Harden stuff? James little, Harden, little, James Harden little, rule, whatever. They didn't really everything. change anything. I didn't think it did. I mean, they don't – a lot of times they say, like, maybe it's not even the James Harden, that Kevin Durant thing, when they do that sweep thing, they like, yeah. oh, it's not a free throw. You just take the ball out. Yeah, but has that really changed? Kevin Durant still gonna do it, so yeah. it's sorry, like it doesn't it don't change yeah. anything. So yeah. let that ride, NBA. Stop trying to change everything, bro. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I'm with nice. you. Yeah. All right, man. And another. So just wrapping it up here, man. Um, I think I guess a big one, and I mean definitely MH and B, y'all going to lead the way on this one. Just kind of uh the new like tournament format thing that they kind of got going in. So yeah. I was. So yeah. both of y'all liking that, nodding the head, ready for that. So, oh, no, you're not nodding your head. I, I, like, just, I like I don't, I don't know. You, you don't know yet? All right, so, uh, B, give us, uh, give give the people kind of like the little layout of it. Uh, In-season tournament, tournament, very similar to the WNBA. Uh, and basically, they're going to put all 30 teams in a bucket. They're going to play games between November 3rd and December 7th. And then they're going to play. Uh, a semifinal and championship game in Las Vegas at T-Mobile Arena, December 7th and December 9th. Hold on. Uh, so you said like the WNBA, but what's that? It's the Commissioner's Cup or something like that to call it? But that's just based on record, right? Yep. And that's mm -hmm. how they pick these players, these teams. They got in the bucket based on their record over the past, I want to say the yeah, past three a years. time frame. Just say yeah. a time frame. Yeah. 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 Now – they didn't play a set. That was a. Did they play a special game for that, or did it was it just like best record for the WNBA? Just so I'm kind of getting that format. I think it more. I, I don't know what the WNBA one is, so to speak, but I know okay. in the NBA it's more weighed on like, hey, we want to keep Tuesday night games and Friday night regular season games in this time Sorry. period. Kind of like this is part of the have some value, kind of like have have some value that hey, if you win or lose these games, is determining your position in the group which determines if you're going to get that extra whatever game it is in, in vegas if that makes sense right yeah 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 because all the games do count as regular season games the only game that's not is the final mm -hmm. and they're playing that here in las vegas right so that's oh semi and, yep. and finals there everybody oh. plays 82 games two teams play 83 so hold on it would be two two games, though, right? You said the semis and the final, right? A so semi, be... uh, I believe the semis uh, will still count as regular season. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it, it, yeah, it's eighty two games, and now, and what's was what's the the backstory to it that I think is really cool is they kept the groups all Eastern and Western Conference because I thought they were going to kind of mix them, and that kind of messes yeah. up with the travel schedule. If if you're in a regular season game, and you know you might have. L.A. might miss out on being in New York one day if you try to cross the Eastern or Western Conference man, games. You know they flying in these jets that get across the country in three hours, man. That, they no, 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 for sure, though. But if the scheduling is all messed up, you know, it might be a situation where the Lakers won't go to the Brooklyn Nets. Like, right now, it's set up every every fan base can at least see somebody one time, right? That's, that, that's the way yeah. it's set up. Hey, the first round, they play four games. Two at mm -hmm. home, two on the road. Yep. Uh, and then the knockout rounds, just single elimination. Yeah. The big thing is the NBA is testing the hell out of Las Vegas. They are doing it big time. Summer League, G League Ignite. Right. Um, they also are evaluating how um, um, USA Basketball, they do their stuff here in Vegas. Uh, Slam ball is coming back to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and then this will be the first official, I think, NBA game in Las Vegas. I think. Official? Yeah, you mean like, like that's a regular a, season? Regular, regular season NBA not game. A, um, not a preseason or like a, what do you call right. them? A, yep. 
Huh. Yeah. I think that's cool. Um, not stepping away from Vegas, just like two seconds. Even in the NFL, when they were having those problems with uh, whatever the stadium was, now they're they're uh, are no the Demar Hamlin situation. I, I, I apologize, oh, okay. and they were thinking about doing a conference championship games in neutral sites. Neutral sites. Yeah, and they kind of tested it, like, oh, we could really make some money there on these yeah. conference championship games. So, I do think that part of the in season tournament being in Vegas, whether it's in Vegas or it doesn't matter, being at a neutral site, I think is a unique way to get. A different part of your fan base there too so i i see it differently i don't see it as they're evaluating hey what does it look like for a neutral site they are our nba team is going to be there one day we want to know 100 100 yeah they're like yeah this ain't gonna be no neutral site in three four years five years (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be home base yeah Uh, we'll see i i guess they took a lot of uh, the model, obviously, from the WNBA, but in you yeah. know European soccer, they do the same type of different kind of cup type things during the regular season. Maybe this is an intrigue to the regular season. I think the simple fix would be just go to 66 games and people take it a little more serious. But we know there's sponsorship dollars and TV oh, stuff that you can, probably can't do that. Bro, they just take, what, 90 days off? 70 days off? That's it? Oh, the NBA? Right, like we just finished. I, the match. Like, I, I legit, I was just telling my homeboy, like, do y'all get off season? Like the NBA, like does not get off season for real, for real. Like they doing something all the time. They get what two weeks off, bro? That's what it feels like. Feels like they got the weekend off. <laughs> <laughs> now for real, my time, my time, hey, week and, a, and a floating holiday. Yeah, <laughs> my time is week two of the NFL season. On this, on the other side is going to be training camp for the uh, NBA. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh dang, that's crazy. That's right. Yeah, you don't get no break, and that's yeah. if it's not like FIBA or some kind of world championships or something that half these guys. Year and, 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 and that's in August, year. right? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's just. Yeah. I mean, because your boy Wimby's like, no, I'm sitting out of that, man. I ain't. I, I, I got to get a meal. Some at some <laughs> right. point. Yeah, what, y'all think, what y'all think about Wimby? By the way, what y'all what y'all think he? I hope he can match the hype, man. Okay. Okay. I think he's gonna be good. I do too. I just the hype, like you know, like I think he's chasing a, a ghost, man, a dream. I think he is too. Um, that's a really good point. I do wonder if half of his hype is like, oh, he's seven five and can dribble between his legs and shoot jump shots. Right. When we can't forget that he's seven five, get your tall butt under the basket and just dunk. Like, let's like be he like, like he's going to like I really don't like playing the low post. Like that's well, not here. Like. <laughs> At a certain point, let's just get an offensive rebound and like tippy toes and dunks. Like that is cool too, like, right? You know like, you're two and a half inches from the rim, right? You know that, right? You, like, you don't have to jump. Like it's cool that you can dribble between your legs, but yeah. you also eight feet tall. Just get underneath the basket too. Yeah, I, I do wonder about that. The game is this is the renaissance, or I don't know. Give me another R word: revolution or <laughs> the remake, the remix. There's a million R words to say what the big man is in the NBA. So you got the Jokic, you got Embiid. Yeah. Wimby, whatever you feel about Wimby, Giannis, whatever you feel about Giannis, like the best players are big men. And I know Kareem, Kareem is showing up everywhere now. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> the big man back. Kareem don't trip no more all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm like, hey, Kareem, what you doing? Kareem's there. Thomas and Mac? What? <laughs> <laughs> that boy everywhere now. He's like, yeah, the big man back, bro. Yeah. yeah Let's go. Shout out to Cap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, let's wrap it up, man. Any final thoughts, man? Uh, B, we'll turn it over to you. Bruh, this is going to be an exciting season coming up, man. All this movement around the league, uh, I think it's going to be a big deal, but I'm even more excited for the opportunity the players have to make money outside of the game. So that's my I like it. I like it. MH? Yeah, I can't let this show go without uh, talking about the season coming up. How a, a particular team season ended oh, in shit. Cleveland <laughs> to the team what happened, Madison man? Square Garden. I just I couldn't let it. I couldn't let the show end like that. So, B, let's record, get your thoughts on what happened. Record, man. For the record, yes, I did have Cleveland going deep. Yep, I thought Donovan Mitchell and and that's why you, you just said it was about to annihilate one team on here. You that, you had a bet about a certain team. I did. I did. I, they should they should have beaten New York. Damn, I got to eat crow. You're right. 
You're right. And then disappeared on the next live. He didn't show up for the next live. He was using my same internet. He plugged. Internet that's why my bad. internet worked. All right. That's why. That's why my internet worked. You know, sabotage my internet, man. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, Knicks. You think they're gonna do good this year? What we think? Uh, I think they'll be where they are. Status quo. Oh. I, there's a couple moves that they made. I think we playing chess, not checkers. We we done touched on a whole lot they're doing. We we done, we we playing the salary cap right. We're not in that second apron. We, yeah. you know, we let somebody go. We sign. So there's another move coming. Joel and B, Giannis, some one of them, mark my words. Don't 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 look like that, B. Don't look like that. You gonna put a, you gonna put a Charles Barkley on there? Uh do we got his drop? Oh man, don't do me like that. No, I need to get it. <laughs> Guarantee. Oh, no, I, I do think I, I do think the Knicks are playing chess, not checkers. They didn't make a crazy trade. They didn't trade for Paul George right now to say we need this old head in there. Mm-hmm. They 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 playing it safe. So they gonna come in 2025. <laughs> oh, 2025. Got it. What is it? 20, 2025? <laughs> what was it before mine graduates? What was it? What was that on the one show? On the Knicks are back. Did we say before mine graduates? I think you said before she graduates on your on your uh on our next show. Listen, we always do I a next show, so I don't know what season that was, but we always do a shout out to your next. Anyway, yeah. that's enough they, of that. They, 2025 champions. They're back. <laughs> and uh, I guess for me, man, only thing I'm excited for is I'm ready to see a team come to Las Vegas, man. I want to kind of start to hear that momentum. I can't wait till it starts getting into the, you know. Uh, we get the blessings, whether they're going to do the two teams and, you know, Vegas being, you know, uh, donned as one and kind of like the whole LeBron wants a team and all of that nonsense. I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. But long story short is I can't wait to see a, a team um, in the town. You know, definitely long overdue. Yeah. It's going to be cool. All right, man. Well, hey, thanks, everybody. <laughs> That's boy, perfect. That boy, I'm tired. Hey, tired, but <laughs> the battery went out on us. But, hey, we want to thank everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, you know, we drop new episodes every – oh, here we go. You back. We drop new episodes every Thursday. So, please, if you like this episode, share it. Um, and if you got any questions, man, we had a lot of things that we were kind of uh, going through, f- figuring out who that person is in the WNBA – what did you like to see for the next season uh, with the uh, CBA changes? And then just kind of tap in, man. So please, please stay safe, practice gratitude, and know we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got a sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming you're rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Yo, yo, look, look, shoot me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black, spat about two racks on handmade new rags, shoot me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black, that's everybody from sports to college class to rap, rap.